and welcome to Our Lot Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. And too long ago, too far apart, we can't wait another day for our captain for our ta-ta. <laughs> too long ago, too long apart, she couldn't wait another day for the captain of her And just as it's time <laughs> to pick a new captain... Like Jack Wilshere, he's back at the club training. It's a very warm welcome back to Nick Rowe. Hey, Matt. Good to be back, mate. I haven't talked to you since we used to humiliate you by making you do skits. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that time I spoke to Arsene Wenger put me off for life. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Arsene Wenger, it was Jules Grimondi. Uh, oh, was, was that who it was? It was yeah, yeah, we were. It was. It was a culturally inappropriate accent. I did. It sounded like uh, someone from a lower low. <laughs> yeah, basically. I think I had the lower low music playing in the background yeah. as well. And he's fresh out of the shower. He won't be falling asleep this week. It's Stuart Izzard. Good evening. Did everybody. you have a cold one, Stuart? <laughs> I had a. Oh, I haven't had a cold one yet. No, but <laughs> I've had a shower. I've had a shower. And he thinks that Toad in the Hole is called Sausage Toad. And he's eating it right now. It's John Rubin. Hello, John. I've eaten it, and it is. <laughs> it is called Sausage Toad. One or the other. One or the other. Don't matter. No, it's never, ever been called Sausage Toad. Hands up yes, who's, who calls yes, it yes. Sausage Toad. <laughs> no, it hasn't, John. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. No, I've never heard it. Now, come on, lads. Come on, lads. We're here to pick a new captain. So um, let's start with the big news from today. Um, I hope you've all taken a lateral flow test before you've come on the podcast. The new captain should be my cock and balls. (laughs) From episode 28. (laughs) Something like that. So we've got, I mean, we've been saying it for weeks, really. um, And here we are again. with a player who uh, is not performing. It looks like he's having trouble with the manager. And It's not weeks, Matt. It's months. Yeah. It, actually, in fact, it's probably over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abby Yang should not be captain. Ever since Arteta took over, really. The team. When we're in the shit, right? I've said this before, I said a couple of weeks ago, when we are in the shit, right, he just walks around. Your captain should inspire... She talks to the team. She G the team up. What does he do? Nothing. Get rid of him. Shit captain. Shit player. Get him out of the club. So uh, the question then is really, who is going to be captain now, do you think? Is it going to be Lacazette, I imagine? Well, I mean, they, they've said tonight, haven't they, that he's not rushing into making a decision and he's going to choose players from his leadership team to right. the role because you can't have Lacazette because he's not a guaranteed starter so I think no. in the longer term if you want your captain it's got to be someone like you know your, your Vieira, Vieira's and well, we, have, we haven't got Vieira but no, no but someone who's <laughs> someone whose name is it the first can't be Granny Xhaka not after we no, sure. he's not first name on the team sheet the only two I mean apart from Ramsdale the only two who've seen nailed on at the moment are um, Ben White yeah, and Gabrielle. And Gabrielle, that's the only two, really, you're, you're thinking are nailed selections. 
Mm. Or Sakura or Emil Smith Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> no, too young. Too young. Yeah, no, well, hang on. How old was Tony Adams? How old was Tony Adams? No, Adams? no. Neither, it. Neither of them have got... Right, Saka is not captain material right now. Emil mm. Smith Rowe, still not yet. No, sorry, no. I, no, I, I know, I get that. I'm, I get that. But when you actually look at the squad, right... I, I get what Nick was just saying. Like maybe Gabriel dreams maybe can come true. I don't know. <laughs> ben, ben He's White, only got one eye. <laughs> ben White. Ben White's only been here a few months. Aaron Ramsdale's only been here a few months, but they would be the three. But yeah. the one, well, Tierney, the, Tierney. the, the glance, Tierney. Well, Tierney. Tierney's, Tierney's the obvious one. Yeah, but, yeah. But but he's too injury prone. Yeah. But then make mm. make maybe Ramsdale or or. Give one of the younger ones the vice captaincy. You know, have a complete overhaul because Lacazette's the vice captain, which you know he's not going to be here next summer. So maybe look at it and go, look, we're 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 having a clear out. Fair play to Arteta as well. Fair play to him for what he's done. You know, he's he's, uh, you know, we've all we can all moan and groan about him, but he's sticking to what he thinks. Whether it's going to work out for him in the long run, only time will tell. But fair back to him for, for, for doing that. And the one thing that you don't miss, you don't turn up late for the North London derby. And when Aubameyang done that and he dropped in for that game, mm. you know, he was under a lot of pressure on Saturday Arteta after the, the recent two results to drop in for that game. And and we played, we you know... All right, we didn't. We weren't great first twenty minutes, but overall, we had a good game on Saturday. After we that. played and, better without yeah. him. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I say, it's very hard to decide who's who. Who would be your captain? I, I think. Well, it's up to Mikel, isn't it? It, it? You know, and and but I don't see that there'd be anything wrong with Gabriel being captain. He's been there probably more. He's more senior than Ben White. Similar sort of time as Kieran Tierney, but don't give it to Granite Jacker. No, I agree. I agree totally. But I also think we've got to make the captain's choice of the right person who's captain. Because sometimes with like Obama Yang and, you know, when other players have had it in the past, it feels like they've given them the captaincy as a thank you for signing for us. Or yeah. As a sort of, some sort of golden handshake. Let's, let's make sure the captain is a person who deserves to be captain, not someone who we want to bloody keep in the good books in case they don't sign a new contract. Yeah, totally agree. The golden totally handshake agree. is probably what John calls... Um, Toad like, in the hole. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to think of another meal, like some rice pudding or something. <laughs> to be honest, though, like, yeah, the, the only person at the moment who like goes mental at anybody is Ramsdale. Yeah. But he's the one who clearly shows some leadership, isn't he? I don't agree with goalkeepers. The same as forwards can't be captain. I don't agree with goalkeepers being captain. Now, it doesn't mean the goalkeepers haven't been captain in the past. Like, you know, Dino's off. He was captain for Italy and blah, blah. But I always feel it should be a defender or a midfielder who have got a broader aspect of the whole game. You know, it was sort of was popular well. in Germany, wasn't it? Like sort of uh, Oliver Kahn was he captain of Bayern Munich? Yeah, and yeah sort yeah. of these big personalities. Was yeah. was Schmeichel ever captain? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmeichel was. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I 
Did they make Seaman captain at one point? I thought he was, yeah. I yeah. don't think he was ever like club captain. Obviously, he certainly captained Arsenal for a few games, but yeah. I don't think he ever was officially captain, you know, right in the, right the programme notes captain. I don't know if Crazy James was captain, but if Crazy James was captain, I thought, I thought you'd Jens... fucking do what, you'd do what he said because you'd be shit yourself otherwise. <laughs> I thought Jens, I thought Jens did, not, not made club captain, but I think he was one. You know, I'm sure I've seen Jens with a captain's I mean, armband on. It hasn't gone well, has it, for our captains over the last few years? So, you know that we had the likes of Thomas Vermaelen, and who spent all of his captaincy on the bench or on in the injury list. Um, yeah. Similar with Arteta as well. He yeah. was he while he was captain, he was injured all the time. Yeah. So, and it looked like we were always picking captains who didn't play at one point. And if they did, then they were off the next season. So, um, you're talking about the player who shows total leadership qualities, then there is only one choice, and it is only Ramsdale. Mm. He is the only person I've watched in that team who's got any sign of bollocks about him. He's the only one. The only one. I think, I think, think Tierney has. I, I think Tierney has. Tierney has if he's fit. He yeah. has if he's fit, aren't he? Yeah, you know it, it. It that's a hard one, isn't it? You, I mean, I, I what like about your Thomas Partey's or your no, I, you're joking. I, I <laughs> well, I suppose he's a relatively senior player, although he's obviously going to go to the Africa Cup of Nations if, it, if it's not well. if it's not cancelled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, it's a bit of shit. <laughs> yeah, there is that as well, isn't there? Well, you need your captain to inspire. You right, need yeah. your captain to lead by example. Right, so who mm. leads by example at the moment in our team? Smith Rowe. Smith yeah. Rowe. Yeah. Tierney. Ramsdale. Ramsdale. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tierney. Everyone yeah. else is and, just a bit too young, really, though, aren't they? That's... And also, the other players have to respect them. So it's like, you know, when you had Adams as captain, Vieira as captain... The players respected them because of who they were, what they could do. Uh, and, and you need, you know, if you can't have a captain you don't respect, mm. you know. So, so they need to be able to lead by example. And the one person who leads by example in every fucking game is Ramsdale. Yeah, I mean, it would certainly do his England chances. Look at and go, right. The one they can look at and go, right, who gives 100% every game? Who performs outstanding virtually every game? There is only Ramsdale who does that in every single game. Regards of when we, even when we've lost, he's been brilliant. Yeah, lost. You know, what do you think this means for um, Aubameyang? Do you think this is the end for I him? Could be. Or do is I it that he? It could be the old sort of Kevin Peterson thing of uh, he's going to be better not being captain than he is, you well, know, it, was it a heavy burden for him? That he, just... I, 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 he, ne- he never seen that sort of weighed down by it. I mean, he's just, when you consider, I mean, he did have that, whatever people think about him, and, you know, I agree to a certain extent with Stuart, he has been shit for the last couple of years or a year and a half. But that end of that last season when we won the FA Cup, he kept us in games, left, yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then since then, he's really just done nothing. But he is, he is a brilliant goal scorer. If his head's in the right place, he can be outstanding. And he's still got his pace, 
but at the moment he's not good enough to get in the team. So yeah, last few games he's really he's sort of he's been caught offside a lot. He's looked uninterested at times, and you just think that there was a point where he was really doing what Arteta set out to do. He was chasing the ball. He was really working hard, and that all seemed to just disappear. Um, probably since I don't know, since we lost at Liverpool. I think so, we're playing. We're playing itself. The thing you have to ask yourself is either is Aubameyang performing badly, or is Arteta game plan totally naff? You know. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think the game the plan suits thing. him. Well, no. Absolutely not. You know, the thing is, they, they, I'm, I mean, basically, you, you can't have everyone in the position that they want want personally to be in. It's like, if you look at, like, under Arsene Wenger, like, Petit was a mid uh, centre-back. Arsene made him a midfielder. Henri was a winger. Arsene made him a forward. This, that, and the other, you know. Um, with Aubameyang, there's no denying his quality and what he can do. But it's like, does he want to play down the middle? Well, apparently not. He don't want to play down the middle. He wants to play on the left. But when he's on the left, what's he doing? He's doing fuck all. There's something intrinsically wrong with that side at sometimes, or some of their players, you know. And if Aubameyang's not happy through his own mental health, he needs to leave. But have we got another Ozil situation where he's on so much money, why should he fucking leave? Well, there's when definitely been... that, isn't there? There's definitely that. You know, Who's going to want mean, him? Let's, and... let's face it, this this has been... <laughs> when you looked at that Everton game and he he puts Nketiah on before Aubameyang. Mm. So th- this was before the, you know, so-called he's turned up late. So there was there was something bubbling before whatever the yeah. the, the reason was. So they, there's definitely something there that Arteta they they've obviously spiking off each other at the moment, and that's been going on for a little while. Um, and and I think it's just come. To, I think this was Arteta's chance, if you see what I mean, because apparently he was bringing his mum home, wasn't he, or something. His mum was poorly. Yeah, there was all that last year, weren't there, that she was yeah, poorly but, at but, Christmas time last year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, no one wishes anything bad on anyone's friends, family or, 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 or anything like that. But he'd obviously been told that there's a, you know, we'll, we'll give you some time to go and do what you need to do. But he went and had a tattoo done and then he's turned up late. He's He's... And it would have been a private jet, wouldn't it? It's not like he's jumped on some, you know, he's easy not jumped jet. on Ryanair to. No, exactly. So, so it would have been a private jet that that done it, and he's still not turned up on time. And and that's when you think, well, and obviously, Mikel's and he's got a Lamborghini, hasn't he? So you know that if he needs to go, say, eighty miles an hour on the M1, he's going to be able to do that as well, quite yeah, easily. Just, uh, and to just and to just not turn up. You know, like I say, I think from Mikel's point of view, and I think all of us as Arsenal fans, how, how can your club captain turn up late to the North London derby? Mm. You know, albeit... And all that, so in, I remember that, that, all that international break after the Euros, that one, where he's like with that salt bay 
bloke. Yeah. Sort of living it up with his gold leaf stakes. And, you know, he can't hit the target. And I think I put some sort of tweet that, that basically said, rather than knocking around with um, these posh restaurateurs, why don't you hit a ball at a goal 150 times an hour until you learn did how he, to score again? Did he like that tweet, Matt? I, I, I don't think he looked at it. I, oh, his people, I think he retweeted it. I think he was so proud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but did you have a hundred thousand pound steak, Hutton? You're you're off his Christmas card list now. (laughs) I can live with that (laughs) because it's hard to spell his name when you're not typing it out. You've got to write it down. Um, You can easily put a straight A. Uh, (laughs) So, um, uh, Ramsdale's quite good, isn't he? We should probably talk about the Southampton game. Which yeah. he, which Aubameyang it wasn't involved in, and it all seemed to go okay. Um, oh, well, you say that. I think the first twenty minutes we were desperate. Yes. Um, I mean, we we could have been two or three down. Ramsdale made a, you know two or three decent saves, and they were having a dig from anywhere on a wet pitch. And we and you know, ironically, the first goal we got caught out playing out from the back a couple of times. Mm. And that first goal came, didn't it? Yeah. Who, who did you like that goal? Because I didn't even like... Like, they were saying how fantastic it was, 26 passes or whatever. Oh, no, I loved it. Loved it. Um, but it was still was... Goal. It was the sort of goal yeah. where you're still thinking, but we nearly gave the ball away about four times. It's, it's one yeah, of those... Uh, you, when you watch it back, the replay, you think they're going to get it every time? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought, you know, there's, are we going to play like this? Are we going to take these risks for every time we get a goal? I, think I mean, the will. finish was fantastic. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And the, the the passing was amazing. But, you know, it only took one player to balls that up. Oh, no, I, I liked yeah. it. I thought well, it was a, didn't know, well, Matt. The whole point is, you sit saying, oh, well, I didn't like this. And, and it only takes one player. It didn't. <laughs> exactly. The whole point is it never happened. But it, what it makes it is it encourages to do it more. And I don't know whether we should be encouraged to play oh, more like that. Like well, that. I think, I think that's what... If like and Wenger era, we would have been creaming all over that goal. Yeah. My fact about is it was a great goal. Uh, yeah. It was just a brilliant goal. Because, look, you could sit there and go like, oh, yeah, but you know what? If like Santa Gazzola was three inches over the bar in the cup final, it wouldn't have gone in. It did go in. The whole point is the goal happened. So you might as well just celebrate it for what it was, a great yeah. goal. Yeah, fair enough. If, and, you're, and, if, your auntie, what, if your auntie had bollocks, she'd be your uncle. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's what, it's, it is what changed that, that game. Southampton came with a plan of nervy Arsenal, let's get at them early. And, yeah. and if they had scored, if they had scored, God knows what would have, you know, obviously we'd have gone 1-0 down, but, you know, as to the the the, the, the score at full time, it, it could have turned into a loss or a draw. And I think, yeah, we did ride us a bit of luck for the first 20 minutes. Um, but once that goal went in, it, it totally changed the game. Totally yeah. changed the game. I think the um, other thing I've got to say, I've been listening, still listening to the podcast, listening to you guys last week. What we didn't do this time, what we have done the last few weeks, was at 1-0. We didn't sit back. No, we went yeah, straight no. to the second yeah, goal. Yeah, true. 
Very no, true. and it, it was. It was. It was like it was like the fog lifted as soon as we scored that. The fog lifted, and and everyone just thought, right, come on then, let's go again, let's go again, and and it it, it stayed throughout, didn't it, for the for the whole ninety minutes this yeah. time. Yeah. It was it was it was good to see. It was good to see. And yeah, I mean Southampton, you won't get carried away. They're not they're, they're where they are in the league for, for a good reason. But it yes. it was um it was just nice to see us finish it off. Three nil so I think that's probably our highest win, isn't it, this season? Yeah, it three, must be three goals and league, you know, yeah. not conceding. But for me that the moment of the game was was um Ramsdale's pass out to Martinelli. Oh, yeah. it was beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, it's a shame, he shame he didn't put his foot through it straight away. Yeah. But what a, what a ball. That, yeah. that, that boy, that boy, you know, be it, it's a throw out, be it's a take it round a player, be it his, I mean, he will make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. But the, the pass, it, I've always rated um, Kasper Schmeichel. I remember when he was at Leicester, Oh, it still is at Leicester. Yeah, but yeah. When they when they won the league, I remember when they watching them the season. I think we did beat them two one at home because Welbeck scored, didn't he? Right at the death. But yeah, I just remember that game and watching what Schmeichel did. And and let's face it, Leicester had limited resources, and there was a lot of stuff that Schmeichel did, and and very similar to what what Ramsdale did with Martinelli. It would be one of those balls to Vardy and Vardy would... And, yeah. you know, you you just looked at that and and I've always rated Casper Schmeichel for that and I, I I was so impressed with that from Ramsdale. I just thought... I mean, he's done boy, it quite a lot this season, hasn't he? Quite low struck balls. Well, he's, of, he's, like, he's, he's a great passer in the football. Yeah. 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 And it's a shame he didn't get... It's a shame he didn't get an assist. That's, yeah. That's yeah. sort of... Um, but yeah, no, like I say, for me that was that was great. Shitty wet day, but a great result. And it was horrible. I mean, that's the other thing. That, that's the sort of weather we haven't always performed in. We sort of go into our shells a bit, don't we? When it's yeah, yeah, you know, one of those horrible days. But no, mm. they, they seemed up for it. That, so, yeah. I mean, the second goal was really about pure persistence from Tierney. Um, and was it his third attempt at the cross? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like me playing golf, the first one was an air shot. The second <laughs> one didn't go very far. Third one was off your head. Exactly. Yeah. That is like my golf. <laughs> yeah, he was. And Mum, apparently he's never scored a, a goal with his head. No, that's guard. what he said, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, the other thing you've got to say about him, that's three goals in three games. Yeah. Which, you know, he's he's a skillful little player. But sometimes he goes hiding. But if he can start delivering sort of 10, 15 goals a season, that's a huge addition. Sometimes yeah, well, it, we it have sort of comes, he, he sort of then becomes your your Aaron Ramsey sort of, doesn't yeah, he? You yeah. know, and a bit like Smith Rowe, you know, what's he score? Is he still our top scorer of a five in the Premier? Yeah, that's right. Well, you've got goals with him. Uh, Saka, yeah, and Odegaard. And, suddenly yeah. your midfield's adding 30 goals. Jesus, we we haven't got 30 goals, you know, from the whole no, team. No, all we, all we, all all we now need all yeah. we now needs a striker. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Odegaard's got a bit of consistency at the moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and, I, I think and he... Again, um, getting a run. He... Uh, uh, there have been performances, like when we started against Man United, we, he seemed to be... Um, 
slipping the ball through to Saka and people. Yeah. And it's almost like he just, he was creating the assists, but we weren't scoring from them. Yeah. Um, in a way. So, like, so many key passes, but sometimes, as you said, he goes missing a bit. Yeah. It's like he wants too much time on the ball sometimes, and he'll get kind of bogged down on one side of the pitch. Um when he needs to really be sort of sprinting into the box or being in the middle. I don't know. Um, no, he's, I think he's done a decent season. He can take a free kick as well. Like, you know, the goal he got at Burnley this season. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm surprised that he didn't take the free kicks. Did we have a free kick at Everton? Um, yeah. And it was someone party or someone who took I can't. Can't remember, but someone. Yeah, weird but he's got. It. I mean, he's got. He's got four four league goals. That, that ain't. You know, it's not bad. Good. Bear in mind, he he hasn't really been playing, has he? No. He's he's, he's only really come back into it with Smith Rowe picking up a bit of a niggle and wanting not to sort of put him into the red zone, if you like. So, yeah. you know, he has he has sort of stood up and and he was probably. He was probably better than match Saturday, wouldn't he? If it, you know, when you when you go through all of them, um, you know, I, I mean, Ramsdale did well, but it, it wasn't like we got battered. Um, mm. But definitely, I, I thought um, I, I thought Odegaard had a, had a really good game Saturday, albeit it was against you know a not not so good Southampton side, but. Yeah. Take nothing away. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're weird sides out. I mean, as you said, they gave us a good game at the beginning, and we could have could have been behind. And they've done that to other teams. They've had decent performances. It's yeah, sort of, I mean, but they, and, they sort of you know we, they're we quite fragile. It's a bit like us, really. They're a bit fragile when they go behind. Um, yeah, it, it the post twice. If that if that had finished five nil Saturday, that wouldn't have that wouldn't have been a it wouldn't have looked bad on it. Oh, oh, okay, a Southampton fan will turn around and say, "Well, maybe we should have scored one or two early on." Mm. But that's why you got a goalkeeper. It weren't like they were rattling posts and no, crossbars no. and, and yeah. things like that. You know, everything was pretty much covered by Ramsdale. So, yeah, I, I mean, if that had finished five nil, if that had finished five nil Saturday afternoon, then I don't think that would have that that would have made us. Or would have flattered us if you said what I mean. Yeah, you know, um, I agree. Gabriel put the uh, football up his jersey to do the old baby celebration. So I mean, he proves that he is potent in the box. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, that written there. I'm, ta- I'm talking about his cock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> perfect timing for him to score. It was only about a minute after his VAR um, yeah. yeah. off. Yeah, I, can't, I yeah. mean that was a that was one we could have argued about as well if we don't know the bloody offside rule. Yeah, and that that um, that goal, honestly, watching that, it it that that came in. It was almost like slow motion. Yeah, I know, I know, it was in real time, but you you were probably almost, pretty pissed as well, Stuart. <laughs> no, 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 but I was sitting right above it, and you could just see. You could see before that he connected with that ball. That's exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It it, it, it yeah. was almost like you knew, and and then yeah, sure enough, Bosch she's connected, and it goes. And you were like, yeah, no, that 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 was always. You just had that sort of premonition as that ball comes in. You can see him making his run, 
and you thought, yeah, that's that, that's going to end up in the back of the net. It was. I think the other thing, because I sit side on, it's the height that Gabriel got. He seemed head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah, he's yeah. got an amazing leap on him. Yeah, yeah, and as you said, he'd already put it in the back, back of the net once, so yeah. It, yeah. it was sort of just practiced, like practicing it. Yeah, um, and, and we still created chances after that. We we still didn't sit back, did we? No, 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 no. Was it Sacker at the post after that? Martin, Martinelli at the post. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that that's what you want to see. You know, yeah. and that's hopefully that's hopefully after we spoke last week, where maybe. Mikel has addressed it with the squad and and they've had a word and said, well, look, we, we need to keep pushing. We need to, you know, we, you know, Everton, you know, we've gone one nil up and, and, you know, maybe if we'd have had the same attitude, we'd have gone on and got two or three at Everton before they'd have come into their game, you know, and, and the game's done then, isn't it? Yeah. Even, even the opposition at three nil down, Certainly away from home, their heads are gone then. Doesn't matter who you bring on, what you do, you're not really coming back into that. You'll still run, you'll still you'll still show willing, but you know they're never gonna come back into that realistically. But yeah, it was overall it was a really good day, Sadie. I was glad to be back. That's the first yeah. time I've been that's the first time I've been since the seventh of November, Watford. Wow. Yeah, yeah different things and, and being away and everything. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night, West Ham, and then we got Wolves and Man City. Mind you, how long are we going to have the stadiums open for? Well, this is what I was going to get onto. So, you know, COVID, could it affect us? We've got um, we've got West Ham tomorrow night, but we've yeah. also got um, – everyone's got to prove that they've, they're COVID at that game, haven't they? They've yeah, well, I've got, I've got me pass. And, yeah, um, then we've got Leeds at the weekend, who are one of the teams that have got players with COVID. Well, they're 2 0 well, down at the moment. Yeah, they're they? playing at the moment. Yeah, they're against Man City. Yeah. yeah. So we're, you know, there's. There, there was, a, there was some, a report about Arteta who was moaning about Tottenham um, because. Oh. This, you know, we had the similar situation at the beginning of the season with, with some key players, Lacazette and Aubameyang, out of the first game against Brentford because of COVID. And what do you think? What do you think of? Maybe, I mean, Tottenham. I don't want to, never want to say fair enough about Tottenham, but it does sound like they had like sort of seven or eight players and backroom staff. But Man United's game at Brentford tonight was called off, and they only had three players who went down with it. Well, this is it, and I suppose it's so, like you were back. To, uh, was it um, Brian Robson who took his Middlesbrough side out of a? Was it a Premier League game that they didn't play yeah. because they had, were had like food poisoning or something, and yeah. they got points deducted and stuff. Yeah, and I guess it's like if what happens if and it's happened in Europe in the Europa Conference or whatever it's called. That they can't, they're not going to play the game, even. Yeah. So their fate was in the hands of. Yeah, I'm going to say the pools panel. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, they're going to. I think they. I mean, it sounds like they were they were they were quite happy to be kicked out of it. Yeah. By the sound yeah. of it, that they, you know, we don't want to play. Kick us out of it. You know, leave us alone. <laughs> And a free a three nil defeat for them in that competition is probably one of their best results of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. 
They might release a DVD of that one. Yeah. Now, John, I've got something to say to you, John. I uh, is he there? He's going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, his, it's his turn to go to sleep. John, so um, no, 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 I was eating cake. <laughs> now, now, um, uh, first of all, a shout out to Andy Callow, who is my boss's boss's boss, um, and he is a big fan of the show, and his son also listens to the show. Um, the avid listeners, and I had our sort of. Christmas dinner on Friday uh, with the staff and I was sitting opposite Andy and he said to me, I'd, re- I'd really like to know what John and Stuart look like. Um, <laughs> and I said, what, what in your mind, what do they look like? And he said, well, I imagine John looks like a bit like Phil Daniels. Um, and I said, nah. <laughs> You sure he didn't say Paul Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a lot. Fucking Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but then I sort of so I dug through uh, my photos and found the photo of all the three of us and showed it to him. And all the love drained out of his eyes straight away. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you say? Uh, yeah. yeah. I said, he's, John's a bit more Danny Baker than he is Phil Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> However, on yeah. the other side of that, do you know how many fucks I don't give? <laughs> <laughs> also, John, here's another interesting thing. Um, Andy Callow lives in Alfreton. <laughs> I was up there the weekend. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were uh, talking about. And he said at one point, I don't know where I heard this, but at a punk gig, so someone dropped their glasses and all the punks stopped and picked up the glasses and said, yeah, you heard that on the podcast. <laughs> that wasn't a punk gig, it was a Bad Manners. Oh, the Bad Manners gig, yeah. <laughs> In Ilford, yes. It's great, though, that he couldn't remember what... Uh, I think I think I might have... I don't know where I've heard this, but... Yeah. yeah, you heard it on the podcast. So there you go. Friends in high places, John. Oh, um, wow. And if you want to pop over to... Uh, uh, to see Andy, he's a big, big bike riding fan. So if you could get your old rally out <laughs> and go on for for a, a, a few hills and downs, no, I think you're safe. I think you're safe if, you could, if you could get a Christmas bonus, it'd be much appreciated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're safe. Oh, no, you're safe. <laughs> um, I was in the Weatherspoons in Alpha and a couple of weeks ago. Okay, the Halton Halton Groom. I don't know some shit Weatherspoons pub. They're yeah. pretty much standard. The, the the only time you get a decent Weatherspoons pub is in London, and it's not because of what they serve. It's the actual decor. Sometimes a Weatherspoons pub will be absolutely superb in the proper old building, yeah. and sometimes it just looks like every other Weatherspoons pub, which is the one in Alfred looks like <laughs> every Weatherspoons pub. <laughs> you know, I walked in there, standard bloke in a wheelchair trying to get a pint, some old slappers, you know. It's just, that is what it is. You know, it was this 10 a.m. as well. I was in there about 12, but I usually start queuing up about nine. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is what it is. No offense, what you get done. <laughs> no offense, but yeah, we're, we're your town is full not, of piss heads. We're obviously not sponsored by Witherspoons, are we? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> and you know what? The funny thing was, you, you sit there and you think, 
that is the exact same carpet as I got in the Weatherspoons in Romford. And like every <laughs> other Weatherspoons, it takes five hours to get to a toilet. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're always like a route march away, aren't they? Ten flights of stairs. Or yeah. However, I will say this though. My mate said he thought it used to be the old, what was it he said it was? Like a bank or something. No, 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 it was some old shop. It was, um, was it a craft shop? or I can't remember what it was, but he said it used to be some old shop. And he said that the upstairs part was massive. And yeah, you go into the gents in the Wilsburn's Alfred and they're just fucking massive, literally massive. And you think, well, that's all right. <laughs> You know, so I can't remember what shop it was, but he did tell me what it was. But I can't remember. So, uh, yeah, but there you go. What are you going to do? Well, um, uh, with all this talk about North and with us playing Southampton, John, I think it's time for a, a North versus South. Far John. Okay, go on then. Right, and some of these, uh, I have to say, I was struggling a bit, so they might be a bit weird. <laughs> so, Southern Comfort or Northern Exposure? Northern Exposure was a Canadian TV programme. <laughs> or do you want a, a sort of a, a whiskey and rye based drink? When I worked in Romford, mm. is it going to be one of my rambles now? <laughs> <laughs> I went out by lunchtime and I believe I was drinking Southern Comfort and I drank a lot of Southern Comfort. Yeah. To the point, it might have been Christmas time, to the point where I was actually walking into walls and, and <laughs> I was so hammered. It was unreal. Uh, and I never drank Southern Comfort again. It's like the sort of sweetest of the bourbons, isn't it? I was. Yeah, it must have slightly sugar in it. So Northern Exposure, probably, because I was so off my face on Southern Comfort. I've never tried it since. Okay. Uh, Southampton or Northampton? Northampton. Jordan North or the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart? (laughs) Who's the first one? Jordan North. He's the sort of I'm a celebrity DJ off Radio 1 character. I'm a celebrity last year with his Turf Moor Happy Place comments. Yeah, he's a Burnley, big Burnley yeah. fan. Yeah, okay, let's put it this way. I've never heard that bloke. Yeah. Um, and I do not believe my life would be enriched in any way if I met him. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Which, I mean, I, I think he's sadly dead. Because uh, my, my life is better for watching Jimmy Hart on TV. Get him in the chair, in the chair. Um, North Face coat or South Pole coat? North Face. I've got one. Uh, North by Northwest with Cary Grant or South Pole with Jake Gyllenhaal? North by Northwest. South Carolina or North Korea? Fucking hell. <laughs> I was going to say North Carolina. <laughs> it could have done, I suppose. That's what I thought it was going to say. Or North Korea. Uh, well, obviously South Carolina. <laughs> Northern Lights or Southern Charm? I don't even know what Southern Charm is. Is it like, so, hey, hey there, boy, come and have a peach pie with me? That sort of thing. No, dear, Northern Lights. 
Northern Ireland or Southern Ireland? Be careful here. <laughs> Northern Ireland. And Love on the Northern Line by Northern Line or Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills and Nash? I've never heard of any problem. So I'm going to go for the first one. Okay. And Northern Soul or South Pacific? So that's Northern. a type of music genre or a musical. I think I've already made my choice. Okay. Northern Soul. Northern Soul, okay. There you go. That's quick part, John. What are the, Thank you. the weirdest ones I've ever done? And now it's time for the Stute Machine. City, by the way. Oh, God. Okay, don't well... Worry. It's against Leeds, so let's give them a, get them a tonkin before we play on Saturday. Getting into the Christmas spirit this week, the Stute Machine is the 2000... Um, the year 2000 ITV production of Aladdin, written by Men Behaving Badly's Simon Nye, starring Martin Clunes... And uh, Julian Clary is the genie. <laughs> so let's put a quid in the stoop machine. And oh no, Patsy Kenzie is um, probably going out with one of Oasis or something. And oh look, here come S Club 7 to do their song. There you go, I've been watching that on Britbox. Oh my God. Marvellous Britbox. Watch all of the Britass Empire again. I mean... What, what more can you say? <laughs> <laughs> Are you back in lockdown, man? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? It sounds like it. I wish I had something going on in my life. That would yeah. be a, a, a change, wouldn't it? So, um, last week, Stuart, you I've went... Been inside number nine. Sorry? I've been watching Inside Number Nine. Oh, right, yeah. That's quite good, isn't it? Which is rather weird. It's sort of like a Tales of the Unexpected for the... For the, the yeah. Um, the last download one generation. <laughs> the last one I watched last night was in series two. It's the one with Sheridan Smith. She is absolutely fit as. So, Sheridan Smith, if you listen to the podcast, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, John, I think she was on Jonathan Ross the other week and she's newly single, so you never know, mate. You never know. You and, I've, and I've heard she lives in Alfreton. <laughs> <laughs> she often goes to the wagon and horses, apparently. <laughs> Sheridan Smith, you are a oh, stunner. She's, she's, wa- <laughs> she's wagging her horses. Of her. <laughs> there oh, we go. Marvellous. So, um, Stuart, you bet on Coventry and West Brom. Uh, West Brom did their job against Reading, 1-0. Yeah, and then Huddersfield uh, got an equaliser against Coventry, so... Yeah, so shame, quite it? up and shame, but you know, nearly there, nearly there. So, what have you got there. for us this week on this this well, Panto season? Well, yeah, let's I put didn't all think those, it was our Christmas, those bad results behind. I didn't think you. it was our Christmas special, but um, so <laughs> I think this week I'm going claret, claret and blue this week. Um, so I'm gonna hopefully we give West Ham a, a good idea on Wednesday, but I think they'll bounce back on Saturday and beat Norwich at home. Mm. 
obviously COVID, whatever. Um, and I fancy Aston Villa to beat another Claret and Blue team in Burnley at home. So a, a little Claret that, and Blue that's double. That's the um, David Cameron derby, isn't it? Is it? Because didn't he yeah. famously say like he had someone had some speechwriter had to pick a football team for him to support. Yeah, and then he got it wrong. Like he thought oh, it God. was Burnley, but it was actually Aston Villa. They asked him, told told him, but because he saw the claret and blue, he right. he got confused and, and said I'd, that he I'd was imagine, a Burnley fan. I'd imagine the refs going to have a nightmare with those colour kit clash, isn't it? Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, it should be interesting. But yeah, no, I, I fancy I fancy West Ham. They'll they'll be reeling and seething after getting beaten by us yeah. on Wednesday. Um, and, and Aston Villa at home to Burnley. I think Gerard's all right. They're not they're not the finished article, but he's he's certainly got them going the right way. Um, so yeah, let, let's have a little double on that for the weekend. Aston Villa and West Ham both to win. Okay, well it's time to put another quid in the ITV's Aladdin, written by Simon Nice Duke Machine. And oh no. Um, Ed Byrne is about 15 as, as Aladdin. And, oh, look, here comes Paul Merton as the <coughs> spirit of the ring. And he's fallen in a great big cake. There you go. Great <laughs> entertainment um, from the member Hoping Badly writer. So, uh, well, let's move on to a very special, because there's three of you, Jukebox Challenge. There we go. So, oh, Captain, my Captain, this week, this week, it's the Captain Quiz. Um, So, let me salute you and see who will rise through the ranks to the leader of the pod with this quiz about captains. Nothing to do with football. Or very little to do with football. Oh, you're (laughs) fucking (laughs) joking. So, let us know what your song... Nick, you can go first. You are listening to a football podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We love football, us. So, um, (laughs) Nick, what's your song if you win the Jukebox Challenge? I'm going to go with a new indie band called Wet Leg, who I recommend anyone should listen to, and they've got a great song called Shay's Lounge. So, give that a listen, yeah? Okay. Right. Wet leg. I'll have a look at that. And um, what about you, Stuart? Well, I just think because of everything that's gone on today, it's got to be something by Captain Sensible, so I'm just glad it's all over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, John, you said to me that you wouldn't remember your choice, so I'm going to tell you what it is. I can tell you now because I'm looking at the actual WhatsApp page. It's, uh, oh, you're getting your Googles already for the quiz, John, are you? No, no, it's not yeah, on the... Yeah, you fucking uh, The Google page. Anyway, the Amorettes, all the, uh, the Amorettes aren't exactly the band that they were when I saw them at uh, Camden Rocks. Most mm. Amorettes with everything I learned, I learned from rock and roll. <laughs> However, they're now a totally different band and people from that band went to another band and Let's just not go there. They're, they're called the Drambuies now or something. 
Well, no, but when I saw them, there was three girls from Livingston who were just... They killed, they killed the sausage toad. Superb. <laughs> they were. Me and Andy popped in the pub in Camden. During Camden Rocks is a big one on the on the main road. And uh, these three girls from uh, Livingston were just fucking absolutely unreal. So this is to the original band, but whatever. It don't really matter. It's the Amorettes. Okay. Go and see them. Right, so I've got um, green, uh, red, or blue questions. There's five questions. Uh, sorry, six questions each. Uh, Nick, you can go first. Pick green, red, or blue. I will go red, please. Red, okay. Question, question number one about captains. Can you name the first husband of Princess Anne? Yes, I can. Uh, Captain Mark Phillips. Correct. Which captain is known in parts of Europe as Captain Igloo? Hint, he uh, is, he's an advertising mascot. Oh, sorry. I've already given it away. I don't know what you... John, I don't know <laughs> yeah, what you... Shut up, John. Captain Igloo. I, I, I didn't hear what John said, and I've got no idea. What did you say, John? I said Captain Birdseye. He's Captain Birdseye, uh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Horatio is the first name of the captain who sails the seas on his ship called the Black Pigs. Oh, Captain Pugwash. Correct. Who captained England in the final of the 1991 Rugby World Cup and also led them to the 1995 Grand Slam? Will Carlin. Correct. Name the commanding officer in Dad's army. Captain Mannering. Correct. And well, you finally, well there. I mean, have I done six there? I've, I've got you've got four out of five so far. Captain W. E. Johns created which flying hero? Biggles. Correct. Five out of six. Brilliant performance. Yeah. Looks like we'll be getting a wet leg tonight, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said to John. It's because he's had this toady sausages. It's Stuart's to go next because I was first last week. When okay. I so would you like green or blue questions, Stuart? Um, I'll go green, mate. Go green. To the okay. environment. Question number one. Captain Ahab is a fictional character in which book? Captain Ahab. Come on, Stuart. Oh, I don't know. And you might, you might it's talk. It's a big fish, Stuart. It's a big fish. Moby Dick. Correct. Name the fictional character played by Frank Thornton in the BBC comedy Are You Being Served? Uh, yeah, it's Captain... Oh, oh, you know what? I don't even know that. Yeah, it's... Um... Captain, oh, I can fucking picture him with his moustache. Yeah. Did the geezer in a wheelchair? No, no, no. He was oh, the one the who used to make sure yes. they were doing everything yeah. right. Yeah, Captain, you mean, Captain, oh, what Captain. do you mean, my, my pussy? <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Oh. Is it Captain Google, Stuart? At no, the I'm not Captain Google. <laughs> I'm not. Peacock. Correct. <laughs> oh, you will never get this one because I was expecting John to pick green. Captain America is the alter ego of which frail young man enhanced to the peak of human perfection by an air ex- experimental serum? 
I'm not going to give him this answer. Sorry. <laughs> who's, ca- no fu- who's Captain America's alter ego? Oh, no fucking... No, don't watch fucking shitty comic shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Steve hell. Rogers. Who? Steve Rogers. Yeah, what, that's Steve right. Rogers' his mum? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond Ian Burns is better known by which stage name? Oh. Raymond Ian Burns. Yeah. Well, it's got to be Captain something, isn't it? Yeah. Stage name. Yeah. What's his stage name? What's he better known as? Well, Captain Sensible. Correct. (laughs) Which captain was played by actor Jill Gerard and had a sidekick called Tweaky? The fuck? Tweety. Tweaky. Tweaky. Well, it's got to be some sort of Star Trek-y fucking thing, isn't it? Um, got Buck Rogers. Correct. (laughs) And final one. This is for five out of six as well. Who did the Teen Angels discover and thaw from a block of ice? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I know this. I know this so much. Go on, say that again. Who did the Teen Angels discover and thaw from a block of ice? The Teen Angels? Yeah. Yeah, I know this one. A block of ice? Fuck. Well, it's got to be Captain something. Yeah. So, um, Captain... (sighs) Um, Oh, I don't know. Block of ice. Sword him. Is it a cartoon thing? Yep. Yes. Caveman? Correct! Yes. <laughs> Captain Caveman! I used to get Anne, one, uh, one of my staff in work, Anne Brown. I used to get her to go, like, you know, and they go, like, oh, cavey. She used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, John, you left with the blue questions. Let's see how you do. Yeah, but they're good. one side now, John. I think Stuart just Googled a couple of those. No, bollocks. I haven't got Googled. I'm on my phone. Right. Question number one, John. In golf, name the most successful Ryder Cup captain ever. Hint, he led Europe from 1983 to 1989. Was it seven? No, I don't think it is. Tony Jacklin? No, it's Tony Jacklin, John. Yeah. Oh, no idea. Never guessed that. Which which brand of rum is named after a 17th century Welsh pirate? Morgan. Captain Morgan, correct. What does the T stand for in in Star Trek's James T. Kirk? I'm going to guess at this, and I'm going to say Tiberius. Correct. Which... Which 1994 novel by the British writer Louis de Bernays, Bernays, I can't say it, Bernays, was also released as a film in 2001 starring Nicolas Cage? Hold on a minute. Oh, Captain, no, it's not, it's Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Correct. 
Name the seafaring merchant marine captain who was one of Tintin's best friends. Oh, fucking hell. Um, I can see him now with his beard. And I had a Tintin pop-up book was actually worth a lot of money. Uh, I'm going to get the bear about six here. You are. I'm going to get about six here because I don't know. I can't remember his name. No, I don't know. Anyone else? Captain Haddock. Correct. Yeah. And oh. finally, finally, Bernie Hamilton played Captain Dobie in the 1970s police series. What was it? What? Dobie. Captain Dobie in which 1970s police series? Uh, if you'd said the early one, I would have said what's name. Um, oh, fuck it out. I don't know, Zed Cars. It was Starsky and Hutch. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was uh, Okay, so we have a tie between Nick and Stuart, um, and we need to have a winner. So I've got a tiebreaker question. First person to shout at the answer wins. The tiebreaker is, Oh, Captain, My Captain by Walt Whitman was ri- were written about which US president? No, I ain't got Google. No, Ro- no, Roosevelt. No, no. Keep, keep guessing, but keep guessing. Kennedy. No. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Stuart's got it. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Well done, Stuart. So let's uh, get a bit of Captain Sensible on for this Captain quiz. Hey. Submarines in the harbour incognito. Giving to the people who never, never 
Now, we're, um, glad, we're glad that's all over. We are glad that's all over. Um, and the next game, obviously, is West Ham. So, um, if we, if we can get, how this... are you going to work the other two boys' songs into this? Though, well, we're I'm just going to play them. We're just going to play them. Doesn't matter. Just play them at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think as there was a tiebreak, maybe Nick should go on about now, and then John's to finish. <laughs> yeah, we're just playing one after the other. Because yeah. I, gonna... I want to wear a bit of wet leg. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll hear a bit of wet leg at the end, and um, then yeah, we'll... Rex can go after. Yeah. Uh, and John, if you could just record your uh, outro to the Amorettes now. And here's the Amorettes. There you <laughs> there go. You go. <laughs> um, and then we, we can sort that out later. So uh, the um, the game is tomorrow night, so I've got a bit of editing to, to knock out quickly here. But um, we might not make it before the game, but it, it'll look like no. hindsight afterwards. It's not going to be a real major issue, is it? Not really, not for our listeners. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they could all just take the piss out of us of our blind optimism about playing West Ham. So, obviously, West Ham have done quite well at, at times, but they've also lost some weird games. Um, what do you think, Nick? 2 0 West Ham. Some <laughs> voices changed. God, yeah, I was going to say, Nick, you sounded just like John Rubin. Go on, John, you kick off then. 2 0 West Ham. Is that just so all your friends can be happy? Uh, what friends? What no, friends? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, right, yeah, it's, um, as I said, uh, time and time again, I just bet against West Ham all the time. And I just kept winning. And it was like, you know what? Um, we they're a good team you know David Moyes has got on playing a certain way mm. he's got on believing in themselves and quite frankly the way we're in at the moment you know, the games we've lost like Everton Man United and we should have beat both of them you know mm. if West Ham come out of the block sharpish which they can do then we're going to struggle if they go one new up, we will struggle. That's just the way that works. It's funny, isn't it? Because they seem to... I mean, they, they've not had great results after their Europa League games. Not all of them, anyway. Um, you know, they've... I'm looking down here. They lost to Man United. They lost to... Uh, oh, no, they beat Man United, sorry. They lost to Brentford. They've lost to... Um, uh, they drew with Crystal Palace. They've drawn with Southampton nil-nil. So you know, like they've not had all great results. Um, yeah, what am I looking at here? Obviously, they have. They lost they to Wolves. They, they beat. They beat Liverpool. They yeah. lost to Wolves. They lost to Man City. They drew with Brighton. They beat Chelsea. So it's like it's a bit schizophrenic, really. A bit like us in a way, except they beat big teams in in, in that. So, but away from home, not so great, uh, I would say. So maybe we've got a better chance in this game. Um, I'm going to say two one to Arsenal. 
We're in that dangerous, dangerous position at the moment of almost going back to a positive goal difference for the first time this season. Two <laughs> <laughs> so, nil will do it, but no, I, I think it'll probably be a draw. I think one all. I think it, they're a decent side, West Ham, but I think yeah. we'll be up for it. Um, it should be a good game, I think. Yeah, I hope so. What about you, Stuart? What do you think? Well, um, yeah, I, I think the fact we can go above them when we've had such a rubbish season, um, you know, when everyone's been raving about how good West Ham have been, says says something about West Ham as well, doesn't it? As in, they're not as maybe as great as everyone makes them out to be. I'm not well, saying... I, mean, I suppose the standout results are Liverpool, Chelsea... Um, and the cup, the cup, the cup games. Yeah. You know, they're not Man United and Man City out the the Carabao Cup, haven't they? So they're not they're not to be taken lightly, are they? But I think the fact they're going to miss Zuma and Ogbonna at the back, mm-hmm. I think makes them makes them a little bit more susceptible to conceding. And I think at home, I'm not sure how many clean sheets we've had at home this season, but we we seem to be pretty tight at home. So, I think they say Ramsdale's had about eight or nine clean sheets this season. A ten, I think he's had. I think yeah. he's had ten. But I think I think our home form. I, I think we can maybe. I think we might nick it one nil. I'll go one nil. Okay. For me, I think we'll we'll score, but and and, and just keep them at bay. So yeah, one nil for me. Ben, at the moment, it's uh, difficult though, isn't it, Stuart? Because when you look at it, it's like right, it's going to switch to captain. He's got to make a decision tomorrow or whatever. No, no I don't choice. think he will, John. John, he's already sort of said, will. "I've got a, you know, a, a team of leaders." Yeah, and and, and let's face it, a, if a he's going to be one of these people that goes like, you know, we had this discussion, we talked about this in the podcast last season. You know, uh, do you really need a captain because everybody else can do? Yeah, but you do. You know, you yeah, do need a captain. Oh, it's like it all goes back to that Barcelona when they put Messi and Iniesta and all the players, the Xavi or whatever, they were all captains. And he sort of named, Pep named, was it Pep who did it? But he named like four captains um, and basically devalued the whole role of a club captain. Yeah. Someone's got program notes so is it going to be a paragraph from Lacazette and a paragraph from <laughs> and a paragraph yeah. you could have it in their different <laughs> languages couldn't you like Tommy Yasu could do some a bit of Japanese yeah. and then I mean I'm not I'm not the um I didn't meet I don't know whether I don't know how how far before the kickoff or, or how many days before they get those sort of things written but I would imagine the program has been written for tomorrow. It gets printed with, overnight before. With, yeah. I'll tell you why I know that. Okay. I once went to um, a print job on a Friday night and they were printing Charlton Athletics programme in this South London print shop um, while I was uh, doing some proofs off the press. So they do do so, it the night so before. You'd imagine, so you'd imagine, though, that it's still going to be the captain's note. So not that I buy a programme, but you'd imagine that the captain's notes are going to come from Aubameyang tomorrow. Well, to, to be honest with you, we weren't supposed to say, but seeing this is going out probably after the game tomorrow, we can let you know that John Rubin's writing them tomorrow. Especially. <laughs> John Rubin's <laughs> cock and balls. Yeah. Cock Just going to be like a sort yeah. of 
a, like a screen but print. You know of what them. I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd imagine two I'd one. Imagine at some point, I'd imagine at some point during during the you know the the build up to the game, he sat down after training and he's asked to say a few words about the last game and, no, and those, we're up for those tonight. People and, don't write those things. There'll be someone in the Arsenal communication team. Yeah, some ghost writer. I, I, I think it'll just be a page. They probably won't even have the captain's notes in there tomorrow. Yeah, just well. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. As in, as in, you just know stick what an I mean? advert there. It's all a bit last minute. It's all a bit last minute, isn't it? I wonder whether Lacazette will say something, or, or you know what I mean, being vice captain. I, I don't yeah. know, but anyway, that's yeah. by the by. They're not going to name it. They're not going to name it before kick off tomorrow. We'll just see who's picked and uh, who's there with the yeah, There'll be a captain on the night, but there won't be a club captain for a while. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you yeah. what, right, what yeah, I reckon like, yeah, when he chooses a captain, we're going to sit here next Monday or Tuesday, wherever, and go, Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it'll be Thomas Partey. That's what I'm saying. Well, He'll be the next what, one. Oh, we yeah. don't want you to leave, Thomas. I think, I think, Jack you like know a similar reaction. Yeah, you better not be Jack and Nick. I'll tell you what, like, yeah, yeah. We, we've done that. Yeah, that exactly. is Jack. That'll be fucking shocking. Yeah. I mean, he might be captain on the night, though. You don't know, do you? Suddenly, because no. it wasn't him well, who stripped. Play, it it wasn't him many. who stripped. It wasn't him who stripped the captaincy away away from him, was no, it? I, I think it'd be Lacazette it was, again tomorrow because yeah. it's more than more than likely yeah. he's going to start up front, having scored and everything. Yeah, and you just leave yeah, him without captain. a doubt. It's it's not yeah. controversial. Yeah. You know what? Though, the thing with Lacazette, what? Well, yeah, I think it's a lot of bad press. There's a few people that really don't rate him. And I think, you know what, though, yeah. When he's given a chance, he scores goals. That's it. You know, still be in the longer term, if we're looking for an out and out striker, we're saying that's what we need. I don't think he'd be first choice. But I agree, he does a job for us. Yeah, he's sort of Uh, like the journeyman striker rather than the superstar, isn't he? Yeah. And we really desperately need a superstar from somewhere. Um, if you're spending the ball in the back of the net is what we need. Yeah, exactly. Um, I reckon. I reckon what's going to happen because Amazon are filming us this season. Oh God, yeah. Happen, I yeah. reckon that I reckon there's going to be like an X Factor thing in January to see who becomes captain <laughs> with Dermot O'Leary. <laughs> so, yeah, Dermot you're, hosting. You're through to Simon Cow sitting there. <laughs> You threw to Mikel, Mikel's house. And, um, yeah, it's all going to be. <laughs> is that still Amazon? It is Amazon. Amazon yeah, is that yeah, still- of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't stop halfway through a season. It'll they start to come out in the new year, won't it? Isn't that what normally no, no, happens? Well, no, after no, the season. No. They do a whole season. After the season. No, so it's yeah, after yeah. the season. Yeah, it's over. Oh, God, that's like going to be a nightmare. Programming the entire world. Oh, in God. fact, I, I don't know. I think it'd be quite interesting. This. I tell you what, yeah, there was going to be more Spurs fans. If you saw the more Tottenham Spurs fans, will, yeah, well, more Spurs fans will watch this than Arsenal yeah, fans. But the Tottenham fan, the Tottenham series was comedy gold, so it'll take some going to beat that. Yeah. Seen that? What was that? On? Same thing. The same thing. Same thing. It's all like, what's it called? Winners. Uh, all, all or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah. And I, I, remember posting, I, I remember posting something, but we all know it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that series included the one where um, Eric Dyer went into the crowd and had a fight with the fans. Yeah, and right, yeah. Deli Ali proved that he couldn't 
He was told to make his own beans or something. <laughs> he didn't know how to, yeah. He didn't know how to make yeah. beans on toast. Yeah. Um, there you go. We could get Deli Alley in the January window. What about that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, what was, what was no. Captain? <laughs> As a captain. We could buy a captain. Who would you buy if you could buy a captain? If you could buy a captain, that's a bloody good question. That I is, suppose probably um, Van Dyke. No, yeah, but, but you like can't that. you can't afford to buy him, can you? Let's, no, let's but do it more what? Um, do you know, not that I'd really want to split up the Ben White Gabrielle partnership, but I'd have Connor Cody. Okay, what about you, Nick? Who do you want to buy in the January window? Yeah, it's like a wish list, isn't it? I mean. No, no, I'm not saying I want Connor Cody in the team. I'm just saying if you wanted to buy a sort of player that will rally the rest of the team, yeah. who's a decent player, then I'd, 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 I would I would go with Connor Cody. But I, I don't want to see Ben White and Gabrielle split up, but I'm just saying I'd, that's that's what I would do if I had to buy a captain. Can we get Mo Salah as captain? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a captain in every single fantasy Football team, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't know. Someone in the midfield, like a midfield general is what you want from a captain, isn't it? Declan Rice. Declan Declan Rice Rice is, yeah. Well, there we go. We'll find out tomorrow night. That's the one, yeah. He is the one, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, we've got Leeds after that on Saturday night um, away. Uh, How are they doing at the minute, Stuart? They were they were three nil down, but it's three, got half time. Three nil half time, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so but these, I've said this before. You know, they're either going to batter someone or get battered. So basically, they're getting battered tonight, which means they'll probably batter us at the weekend. You know, because yeah, you never can tell. It's, 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 it's a tough place thing. to go, isn't it? Yeah. What, what happened last year? We got did we get beaten or did we get a draw? No, we drew. There? We hung on, but Thingy got sent off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Got, Pepe um, or yeah, I think it yeah, was, Pepe, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the nasty, the nasty yeah. little, the nasty yeah. little Bosnian had a pop at him, didn't he? And yeah, um, yeah. Oh, so he rose to it, didn't he? Are like plunging towards the relegation zone. They've only won three games, leagues. They've drawn seven. That's a lot of games That's to draw. It's a great time to play Arsenal. It's a great time to play Arsenal if you lose in a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, listen, there's no, there's no five, easy, there's five, no five, easy away game. There's no easy away game in the Premier. We're going to beat them five nil. That's my prediction. We are well going done, to beat them five nil. Okay, five nil. What about you, Stuart? What do you reckon? I won't go as mad as John. I reckon that would be two, <laughs> two, 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 one. Arsenal. If if we win Wednesday, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I know I, I've got, got to stick with my prediction, but I'll go two, one. Arsenal. What about you, Nick? What do you reckon? I, I must admit, I'd agree with Stuart. I, I fancy us to nab it. I'm, clean sheets always difficult. There, they're going to be up for it. But I think if we, especially if we come off the back of a decent West Ham result, that'd be two wins on the bounce. Confidence to be high. Um, Leeds going the other way. I fancy us to go there and get a win and probably, you know, 2-1, you're going free. Okay. I don't know what to say, really. I was going to say 1-0 for that one. But, um, you know, we should be confident that going place... We should be confident at the minute that we can go, babe. But just we're not... We don't travel well at the minute, do we? 
we've had yeah, a few think, games think, where we've sort of looked I, like we're I, not going to score the whole I game. Think, I think the trouble is you say what Arsenal's going to turn up sometimes. I think I think we can score at Leeds. It's just going to be do we score at Leeds and then sit back and think that's enough? Whereas at home on Saturday we didn't do that. So a lot a lot of that is the mind games or, or the minds of the players, isn't it? We need to they've got to get that out their ear rolls, haven't they? Go go up there and and a bit like the West Brom game last season when Allardyce took over. And, you know, we had to go up there and it was shitting it down with snow and we went one, we went two and all of a sudden it was three nil. And, and I know West Brom went down, don't get me wrong, but, you know, we, we went with that attitude of, yeah, let's keep going, let's keep going. And and yeah. it, it, it that's what we've got to do. Yeah, That's what you've got to do to teams like this. Same as I've seen Norwich losing one nil at home to Villa. So... You know, we've got them on Boxing Day and and it's another one of them. You know, if you go up there and you're 1-0 up, you've got to keep going. You, you've got to get yeah, that. Yeah. You know, if you need to take 10 minutes out to quieten the crowd and, and keep the ball, that's fine. But then go again. You know, don't don't just keep sitting there inviting pressure. Otherwise, they, they are going to get the crowd revved up and they're going to get back into it. So, yeah, let's, well, let's hope we're learning, but. We'll probably be moaning next week. Here's a, I mean, here's a, here's a stat for you, though. Um, Aaron Ramsdale has got seven clean sheets in the Premier League so far this season. How many do you th- clean sheets in the Premier League do you think they got the whole of last season? Well, I reckon he's probably beaten it, hasn't he? Yeah. It's seven clean sheets we got in the whole of the season last year. So yeah, he's yeah, already equaled surprised. that on his own. Yeah. Um, well, we've got... Haven't we got... We've, we've still... We've still got 12 points more than we had this time on Boxing Day. Yeah. Really. Well, at, at the moment, we had 14 points before we played Chelsea. Well, you I think that before, was. Before those games, the people were talking about us going down, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. I was. I wasn't yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and, and let's face it 14 points when you're nearly halfway through a season, that ain't enough to stay up if, if, you, if you only double it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's you not know, 40 it, points, it, is it? It, was, it was a worry. But yeah, I mean, that's, I think when's tomorrow night is a massive one. I know not just because it's West Ham, but just where they are, where we are, and and it, it could be a Christmas defining. Oh, it's four nil. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a Christmas defining sort of thing because you know, no disrespect to 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 Leeds, no disrespect to Norwich, no disrespect to Wolves. But before we play Man City, we play those three teams. Um, yeah. Albeit all, all two of them are away and one another one at home. But if you beat West Ham, you know, are you? You know, let's face it, Leeds, Leeds and Norwich away. They're, they're in the bottom mire. You'd think, like yeah. to think you could nick some wins there, and then Wolves at home. I'm not saying Wolves are shit, but you'd like to think, you know, with our home form, you you beat Wolves, and then and then the Man City game. Let's face it, if, if you've added maybe out of, out of those four games, including the West Ham one, if, if you've added maybe nine or ten points to that, we're, we're, we're looking all right, aren't we? And forget yeah. the City. Forget what happens with Man City. It's probably I mean, going to be 5 nil. no. Yeah, the, we, um, I think when you think with the um, Brentford-Man United game being off, you know, we've got a chance to win tomorrow and go into the Champions League spots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we yeah. haven't really done that this season, though, have we? Every no, time we've every looked time we've like, had a chance, we've blown it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, well, it's time they it's time they realised, isn't it? And and yeah. that that's let's and, face I it. Mean, take take. Well, we've got Sunderland as well, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but you know, obviously that's on the back burner, and ho- hopefully that's a, a a route into the semi final of a of a cup competition. But realistically, that's because we haven't got an easy game in the FA Cup away at Forest. They've got form. Um, yeah. And and so and got that, done that's there last uh, time we weren't there, didn't we? Yeah, I know. And that's not going to be an easy game. I'm not saying we can't go up there and win, but off the back of a busy Christmas period, we're bound to rest players, you know. And it, it's it's got that got it's got Aubameyang that potential. On. Well, he won't be here, Matt. He'll be in the African Cup of Nations oh, right. if it's still going on. But one thing um, I was going to say is that all this hiatus with Aubameyang has been giving Gabriel Martinelli a, a better chance at some minutes. And he has looked a little bit stronger each game. Yeah, Just yeah. That little bit, those little bits against uh, he, the one against the goal against Newcastle, obviously fantastic. Yeah. But the little bits of stuff um, last week when we lost to Man United, but he had a couple of runs where he's running straight at goal. Yeah. And could have, if he'd got the ball back from Aubameyang, he, it would have been an easy tap in. And we, he just started to look a bit stronger um, over the last few weeks. So I'm, yeah. I'm really hopeful that he can keep going he down was, that left he side. Had, he had that great hit, hit the post on Saturday, didn't That's he? That's right, yeah. And I think he's got an amazing work rate effort to him as well. So yeah. I, I, I hope he gets a you know, decent run out for the next few weeks and gets a couple more goals. And, he of course, yeah. you know, if they if when the Africa Cup of Nations does happen... He's, it's there again, isn't it, for him to start? Um, and I would, I would, I would, I would like to see. Just, just bearing in mind. I mean, it doesn't matter to a, a lone club, but the fact we might have Carabao Cup semi-final two-leg thing to play and FA Cup stuff to play in in January. Why not? If if um, Bamiang's obviously off with the um, African Cup of Nations. Why not bring Balogun into the first team squad? Mm-hmm. You know, he can't, he can't be far for, away. He's no, scoring, no, certainly goals for, the, for fun, isn't he? For the under twenty threes, um, yeah, or yeah. under England under twenty ones as well. Yeah, yeah. So just, just you know, you know what I mean. If if he comes on and has a cameo for twenty minutes in in some Carabao Cup game or or or, or the FA Cup, he starts at Forest and and yeah, just, just well, see. Just that's what, well, that's what he was doing in the Europa League last year, but they just haven't had the opportunity this year. No, no, no. And, and you understand that. The lack, of, yeah. the lack of games, you know, you haven't seen Callum Chambers for ages, have you? You haven't seen, um, I know Rob Holding came on, but Pablo Mari, Cedric hasn't had a, yeah, a yeah, look yeah. really. Um, you know, to a point, Maitland Niles, I thought, was man of the match against Watford. I know he, he crept on on Saturday, but, you know, there's a lot of players that could be playing. Mm. That, that aren't getting that aren't getting any football, but yep. you know if we're a striker short in the squad because he's away on on thingy, and again with Thomas Party going, El Nenny is El Nenny going as well. We got four Egypt Pepe's be, yeah. Pepe yeah. Pepe's going, so you know it, you, you'd certainly think that You're that should then involve Jacker and Laconga. Well, yeah, Jacker right. Laconga, but Maitland Niles yeah. should be involved, you know, yep. in, and. You, you, you're going to have to spread it across the squad, but I, I definitely wouldn't go and loan um, 
uh, Balogun out at the start of the month, I'd, I'd be looking like a, a deadline day deal to someone. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I'd agree you know, too. and see see where you're at. And if 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 you're still in the FA Cup and and you've got a Carabao Cup thing to go, and you you might be thinking, well, you know, is a Bamian coming back? Is he going? You know, he's not realistically going to start playing football again till probably middle of February. So do you, do you just keep him on then and say, well, you've had a good few games. Let's let's mm. let's keep you going. You know, mm. I think it's more likely in Ketia might be sold in January, yeah. Um, unless he signs a contract. So yeah, you, you he doesn't got... want to sign a contract. No. No, he doesn't. But Mikel's got this thing. I heard him say the other day he's still he's still trying, and and he has pulled a few rabbits out of the hat, hasn't he? How you long know? has he been? He's Mikel also chucked. Been he also chucked him under the bus, didn't he? What was he? Twenty four, twenty five now, and Ketia. He wants to move on and actually play football. Yeah, because you know he's probably got about maybe five years left in him. No, I think he's that old, John. No, he's not how old he is. No, I thought he was 24, 25. No, I think he's about he? 22, 23. He's, he's still playing the England under 21s last year, wasn't he? Right. Yeah, he's 22. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he's got another 10 years, John, not, not, not another four or five. Well, he wants to go and establish himself at another club. Yeah, no, and I'm never going to get first-team football. I'll make, I'll make him, I'll, you know, listen, the, the boy's got to do what he's got to do. That, mm. That's without yeah. doubt. But... Mikel is still making noises of he'd like him to sign and, and stay. So, you know, who yeah, knows? He scored a couple of who good knows? goals in the EFL Cup, didn't he? Did yeah, he he's done well. He scored a couple. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but you know what, though? If I was NKTR, I'd be looking to go. And if that means going to a championship club, maybe even a first division club, but more like a championship club, well, just to establish himself, he needs to move. He needs to go. Leeds are probably taken back because he did well there on loan before. Yeah, yeah I thought did, Newcastle yeah. were interested in him. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I think they're... they have a bit of interest in the Premier League. I mean, he's the all-time top scorer ever for England under 21s, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Which kind of shows you, I suppose, a bit of what he's like. He's been I, I think, in the under 21s. Franny Franny but he has been limited. Franny Jeff has had that record once, so it doesn't exactly mean much. <laughs> 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 Well, there you go. Well, John, let me paint you a picture. It's 1980. You're on the North Bank. You've had your sausage toad for lunch, and you've just downed four pints of frothy ale. The toilet looks miles away now. You don't want to lose your place. What's the bloke going to get in front of you? Do you want me to answer that? Yeah, you answer it, Nick. I think if he was stood in front of John Rubin back in those 1980 days, he would have definitely ended up with a very wet leg. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and and the Amoretti's afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go, boys. Thanks very much uh, for everyone to, uh, to join us. And uh, nice to see you again, Nick. And hey, really you can good join to be us back. Again. Yes. And uh, we will uh, see you next week. Well, that yeah. will be our Christmas special. Yeah, and the 150th episode. And the 150th episode. I'm sure we'll have some surprises on that show. <laughs> Who would have thought, eh? Who would have, Who would have thought we'd made it this far? Yeah. <sighs> there you go. Right. So, uh, have a good one. See you next week. There's one. Come on, you guys. Come on, us. Happy hour.
to the Amorettes now. And here's the Amorettes. There you <laughs> there go. go. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we, we can sort that out later. I didn't like my teacher. 